Previously on Time to Lean, and here's a song. I wonder if we're going to be able to keep any of this tonight. <laughs> I don't know where we were at. I'm so discombobulated. <laughs> we probably have enough if you want to cut it off here. You introduced yourself. Uh... Yeah, that was exciting. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's homogenized and emphasized and hyper thermomulated and gluten free. A sketch of last resort. <laughs> We can just put it together and let the audience figure it out. Phil, it's been it's been fun. <laughs> it's so been that, something. That's what this is all about. As long as we're having fun, who gives a shit? All right, John. You know we joke about editing, but I don't I don't cut out half the things we say we're gonna edit. <laughs> well, that's kind of the joke. <laughs> okay, I'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> We, you know, we we do have overlaps in our interests, but we are kind of different, which is fine. Totally different, yeah. Yeah. Phil, we, Phil likes nature documentaries, and I prefer The West Wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that see, that's another inside joke. John's, John, John, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> John kept trying to get me to uh, watch The West Wing, and I I never I never watched a, I think no, I watched it, one. It, it, at some point. It became the, well, they keep telling me to watch these things, and no, I don't want to. <laughs> well, there, there, was more, there was more to it. For some reason, with the West Wing, I have a problem with commitment, not in marriage, but with, <laughs> but with uh, uh, television TV show. shows. <laughs> with, with television shows. <laughs> That's why that... you should watch movies. <laughs> They're over in two hours. Was there a West Wing movie? Actually, there is a West Wing movie. What? It, it, it's called um, The American President. It has really, um, yeah. It, it's written by the same person. It's a lot like The West Wing. Sorkin it or star, whatever. Yeah, it's Aaron Sorkin. It stars Michael Douglas and I want to say and, Annette Bening. No, <laughs> uh, Sigourney Weaver. Yes, yes. Uh, wrong. It's Annette Bening. Really? Yeah. She's oh, I, oh, she's great. I think I like Sigourney Weaver. No, that can't be right. She was an alien. It, you know, you could watch The American President and get a good piece of what The West Wing was like because okay. it has the same kind right. of style. Maybe I'll watch that instead. Because, you it's know, all, you're done in 2 hours instead of 7 7,000 hours like this this episode. No. I th- I think watching The West Wing now would make you kind of depressed. Well, be, be based on our current politics. Well, because you know, even the Republicans are pretty good in that show. Another thing with uh, beer, but I've also seen this uh, kind of cloudy. Uh, I don't know if it's unfiltered or something. I wonder if that's going to be a big trend. So uh, maybe it already is, and I'm just late to the scene. But and I kind of I like it. Is it, it adds a different uh, a different flavor uh, to the. And it looks kind of, it looks different, you know, it's just kind of cloudy. Well, that, that's a thing in whiskey, you know, where they have chill filtering. You heard of that right. term? A little. Phil has heard nothing about chilled filtering. And one thing that when they chill filter, they they make the whiskey come out less cloudy looking. Oh. And so it looks more pure or something like that. But it, act, you know... The according to experts, it's also something that tends to filter out some of the flavor. Sure. So, so maybe you, they're getting into that with beer now. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that applies <clears throat> to beer as well. 
because it, it's considered a, a kind of a craft or better thing to do if your if your whiskey is unchill filtered. Oh, all right. Have I ever told you I, I I once ate at Dick's Last Resort? Is that in Chicago? No, it's at the fucking Mall of America. The Mall of America may cause rashes, chronic diarrhea, and impotence. Oh, see, I think it's a chain. It must be a chain. Oh, it's a chain. Yeah. No, I we in in college we went to a, a <laughs> theater tour in Chicago and we ate at Dick's Last Resort. And it was a blues. It was really. It, it was that old, huh? I guess. I oh. think that's what it was called. Okay, it it might be the same thing. Yeah, but yeah, when they, they had this, it, the, the music was really good though. Is the wait staff kind of rude and stuff? Yeah, that exactly. Oh, that, yeah. That's oh, yeah. the yeah. shtick. Okay, same. Yeah, thing. they're 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 kind of surly. <laughs> speaking of beer, <laughs> and yeah, they 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 say funny things, and they 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 make you wear these like dunce caps made out of paper, <laughs> and they'll write rude things on it and oh that sounds like high school yeah it, it, you know <laughs> I, I i gotta give them a little credit probably the staff there have to work pretty hard so well but, no but uh, they're they're having i i just got the biggest kick out of that it, it you know a little it was kind of funny for a little while and then it felt really contrived well when i when i was a you know a little south dakota kid going to the big mm-hmm. city in chicago and it and, probably uh, seemed really cool it was, I got a big kick out of it, but the music—I was like, "Oh my god!" They had uh, this see this old, one didn't have music. Maybe that was oh, different. They had this old blues guy and from like oh. the Delta somewhere. I mean, uh, an authentic blues guy, and uh, oh, it was so oh, good. We we normally just talk about uh, uh, booze, <laughs> booze, and and women and song. <laughs> No, not without the songs. But it's in the title. Here's the song. (laughs) We don't talk about music. We just tack one on at the end. We we should... Listening to this podcast is like hanging out at the bar with Phil and John, but you don't have to smell them. (laughs) Right. And we've never been to a bar together, hardly. Well, we don't get out much. <laughs> well, we we uh, run in different circles. <laughs> wait, wait until well, that's because you live in St. Paul. Well, I, well, no, we have been at the bar together, but you're performing or something. Usually, I'm just in the oh, audience. That's true. I'm at the bar. John is a a very versatile bass player. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean, if you listen to this. We we do that quite a bit, that, and that's another it's, inside it's out joke. Of love, though. No, it is. It's kind of an inside joke, though. So that voice is referencing our friend Sean, basically. Yeah. In a in a in a in a loving way. Sean and his lovely wife were at my orchestra concert last weekend. Well, good old Sean. I went to the liquor store today and bought some Hendrix gin. That's got a little cucumber flavor. Does it? No, I haven't had it in a long time. I don't remember. I think so. Well, my you, my sister Megan is coming to visit, so I know she likes it. Well, you you can uh, report back to me later, but I think um, it has I think it has a little hint of it's cucumber. It's Scottish gin, bringing us <laughs> back to Scotch pie. <laughs> Scotch pie, Scottish gin. Scotch pie, Scotch, Scotch pie gin, and now you know what shape I'm in. 
130 years later, Jonan failed to awaken to find themselves in the woods. It is there that they encounter the ghosts of Don Pardo and Buchos Buchos Goli. Everything is better with a beat. I'm Joe Beats. What chance does that returning deceased war veteran have for that free mule you've been dreaming of? Look at those deceased war veterans. They're ready. They're ready. <laughs> I'm mixing them up here. <laughs> oh, we can't put that on there. It was just Memorial Day. Oh, that's really a bad taste, isn't it? <laughs> too soon. It, it's it's always too soon to make fun of deceased war veterans. They're, wait, they're deceased war veterans? What ch- that's the funny part. It says, what <laughs> chance do those returning deceased war veterans have for that free mule you've been dreaming of? <laughs> God, they had so many good lines. Uh, it's, I, I love it. I We're referring, of course, to the Firesign Theater. Not fireside, as often people mistake it for. Well, and and, and autocorrect. Autocorrect's a bitch, yeah. He's back, boys and girls. Speaking of boys and girls, we have a couple of new listeners. Do we want to talk about that? I I think that's a great idea. Phil, bring us up to speed. Ah, speaking of speed, we're not drinking tonight. We're all on uh, trucker drugs. No. Um, So, have you ever been to a truck stop, John? Because we've got a little convoy rocking through the night. I've been to a few. (laughs) That sounds like a a loaded question. (laughs) Well, let's not talk about truck stops. So uh, I do have a truck stop story, but not not right now. So we have a couple of uh, comments. So we started a Facebook page, Time to Lean and Here's a Song. And uh, got got some more uh, likes. Now it's not just friends, the listening. Now it's friends of friends of friends. So we're we're oh spread- my god, <laughs> it's we're going viral. I think we have seven people listening now. Okay, so Christine L from Brookings, South Dakota, says this is so far in parentheses very enjoyable. You know, everybody's got to do some kind of qualifier. <laughs> it's still that low expectation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll show them <laughs> so far uh but yeah it could go it could go really bad uh this, this is the episode where it goes off the rails <laughs> oh no uh well we what are we doing on a rail anyway i don't know <laughs> the third rail then she says uh i think it's really funny i'm chuckling to myself here at work it's okay my co-workers already think i'm crazy well i, I admire your courage <laughs> It's good to laugh. Susan T.A. in Rosemount says, uh, Minnesota, sorry, says, great show. I kind of felt like I was right there, LOL. Well, I I do take that as a compliment because uh, of our classy style and production value. Everything is better with a beat. Everything is better with a beat. Everything is better with a beat. Yeah, well, there, we we got some new comments. Um... I mean, I, I, I have met Susan before. This isn't... So there is a connection there. So, you know, connections, maybe they'll talk to people. And their people will call our people, and you know, that old line. And, and so have on, lunch. and so on, just like the old TV commercial. You remember that one? 
and so on and so on and so on. <laughs> uh, now, see, I'm thinking of the one with uh, that has nothing to do with that. The uh, uh, old commercials. Let's talk about those. I remember the one that the paper chase guy. I don't remember his name. It was an, an investment uh, commercial or something. I think he said, "You're soaking in it." No, that no, that wasn't it. You're what really you? getting confused here. Yeah, it, you know what the funny part about the and so on and so on thing? I can't think of what the product was that advertisement was for. So now, kind of see, a failure in that way, I guess. But It was very memorable, but not in the sense of the product. It's no Calgon take me away. <laughs> or the ancient Chinese secret. That that one still kind of stuck in, stuck in my head. Well, yeah, you can't do that anymore. But then the, uh, (laughs) and then the, uh, well, the squeeze the Charmin guy, Mr. Whipple, that was kind of creepy. Yeah, I suppose. Wasn't it? I I suppose everything looks creepy when you look back at it. Okay, so Phil, I'm going to give you some homework for next time. Um, (laughs) Go on YouTube and watch uh, examples of all these ads and we'll report back. (laughs) Well, of course, the McDonald's. We talked about McDonald's band and Ronald McDonald uh, mm-hmm. in the last time. Of course, the the Shamrock Shakes, and then the, what was the? Uh, we did not talk about Shamrock Shakes. No, no, we didn't. I, we, we could have a mini topic about that. <laughs> believe no. me, I, I'm I'm, tra- I'm transitioning uh, badly. But so anyway, there was that ad for Shamrock Shakes, and uh, what was the name of? I know you you like. You always associated with grimace or something. You you played him in a in a in one of your tapes. <laughs> but what was the what was the I don't, Irish... think, I don't I don't think Shamrock Shakes and Grimace were ever connected, as far as I knew. No, there was there was an Irish grimace. There was like uh, Grimace had a cousin or something from Ireland. Seamus. So oh, I, I missed that. Completely. No, okay. I think. Are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> you're not no. making this up. No, that's on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I will make sure and, I, and I, go watch I'm, that. I'm somewhat disappointed that you have never seen that one. I cannot think of a, any Shamrock Shake ads. Oh, well, this one I, I believe had a green a green grimace guy that with a with a one of those leprechaun hats or whatever. It, what, what's scarier, the the purple grimace or the green one? <laughs> They're both pretty f- fucking scary. Well, what? I guess I'm glad they don't have genitalia, but what? <laughs> or maybe it's underneath there somehow. He's kind of goofy for McDonald's, like you know. <laughs> I, what, what? What? We don't really know what Goofy is, and we really don't know what Grimace is. Well, Goofy, yeah, Goofy was a dog, but he talked, and Pluto yeah. was a dog, but didn't talk. Yeah, I think I guess I guess uh, Goofy was a hybrid. The, the the whole Goofy thing, of course. Some of you might be thinking of the the famous scene in the movie Stand By Me, where the kids sit around a fire and debate this exact awesome. topic. I was about ready to re-debate that with you, because I didn't remember that from the movie. That's, I, that's usually what I think of, because I remember seeing it at the time thinking, wow, you know, they have a good point. <laughs> now, they were they were on the rails for a while. They were on the rails, yes. Bring, brings us back. To something we should be done with. <laughs> that was based on a Stephen King uh, short story? I believe so. Or it was a. Um, our good friend Eric, I'm sure, would correct us. Um, it's, it's, I think, in a larger book with a number of short 
stories segments in it or something like that. All right. So it's called The Body, I, thought, I think is the name of the story. Oh, I think you're right. So uh, I think still considered to be a good movie. I have not seen it in many years, and it's kind of on my mental list of movies to go back and revisit. Yeah, I think I should too. I mean, that's not... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wonder if it, it holds up. It's probably sort of timeless. And it's funnier than Spinal Tap. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not, that, not that everybody loves Spinal Tap. <laughs> I liked when all the heavy metal guys got together there by the railroad. That was good. He always has a railroad in, Ryan, in <laughs> Rob Reiner movies. Hey, did you know that Rob Reiner played Meathead on All the Family? Oh, Really? And that's a, that sounded almost like Goofy. Oral. Oh, Goofy. Yeah. Oh, hi there, Goofy. Let's let's go have some gin. Yeah, speaking of that, uh, what are you drinking tonight, Phil? <laughs> Same thing. Oh, you're still on the gymlets? <laughs> the the lime-leaning <laughs> leaning Ricky or whatever it is? <laughs> I, on the Facebook page, there is a recipe now for the time to lime. Refresh me again on this. It's lime juice and gin and maybe club soda. Lime juice and gin and club soda and, and you can kinda okay. you can kinda figure it out how you want it, but I posted an approximation of what I typically do. The part of the reason I did that was because I can't pronounce this gimlet, but I mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been mispronouncing it for months. Anyway, or maybe my whole life. But uh I used to say elevator, so that was a different thing. You did. You did on one of our tapes, actually. <laughs> I'll be your elevator this evening. I said elevator and uh, <laughs> elephant. And I, yeah. I said axe. Axe instead of ask? Right. Okay. Axe me. Axe me uh, clerical union. No, that's not. And then I sometimes I would say Mount Mushmore. My, my dad had a version of that with the... With the the R is reversed or something like that. Rush Roar or something like that. <laughs> he, he had fake names or fake pronunciations for many common oh, things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, everything. Yeah. That, that was that was his uh, his gig. We were watching Star Trek The Next Generation at your house in the living room there. And uh, your your mom and, and, and he, that might not be proper grammar, but whatever, came back from somewhere. And, and what what is that guy doing with a... Uh, Turtle on his head, or or, or the other, that, and he referred to Doctor Crusher as Doctor Smasher. <laughs> now that would have been a better name. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. boy, Smasher. she could re- she could really smash my atoms. Smasher, I hardly even know her. <laughs> Maybe she could be like the She Hulk. Hmm. She's like a doctor <laughs> in Star Trek that gets really mad and turns green and gets really strong. Maybe Disney will buy Star Trek and then they can have a. Uh, Marvel, uh, Disney, <laughs> Star mm-hmm. Wars, Star Trek mashup. Sp- speaking of Marvel, I, I I think you said you went and saw the Avengers movie recently. I, I did. What now? That's uh, Infinity War or Infinity Complex or what was it called? Avengers Infinity War. They should have put a part one in it too. Oh, you think there's going to be a part two? Well, there's another Avengers movie, and it seems pretty obvious that. They're going to have going to resolve the situation and bring all these guys back. Well, yeah, I mean my my kids. Well, me too. But you know, it's like, oh wow, that's pretty heavy. 
But, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm not, I haven't read a lot of comic books, but I was like, ah, there's parallel, there's other universes, you know, and they'll just start a new one or something or. Well, the problem is that, that even if you don't know anything about the comics, that which I don't, the, the problem is, is that you, well, for, first of all, it's basically a magic thing that they can, they can change. And gen, and really there are multiple of characters that have movies already in production so there's a spider-man movie and a, a you know s- several other ones that actually were killed off well the way the way i think of it though is there are different timelines kind of so in this timeline 50 percent <laughs> of the superheroes are gone mm-hmm. but actually they know, did you know thanos is right they really had too many <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> no i Somehow they made him kind of sympathetic. It, it, it goes back to our one of our old tapes, the the logic of violence is showing. So, mm-hmm. this is all mostly going to be undone in the next movie or the next big movie. You know, they 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 have these tentpole ones every so often where they, as they call it, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is moved forward. Sure, I that that's what I think is going to happen. Which basically was uh, okay. Yeah, probably most of these guys are going to be back, and you know maybe maybe the ones that did not get zapped away into dust uh, will get killed trying to reverse what happened. Yeah, because you yeah. might notice that some of the the bigger stars were spared this fate: Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., and sure. some of the who have been at it for a while, or Chris Evans, who yeah. plays that Captain America. People they're in that first wave of superheroes that aren't going to make that many more of them before they reboot those characters. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll get killed off for real. And then of course, like black Panther, which was one of their huge, and there's already a black things. Panther two coming out or, you know, in there, a couple of years. Well, that I guess you can't overthink, uh, comic movies too much. No, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm, this is, this is all pretty boring for anybody who's discussed this <laughs> stuff, but, <laughs> that that's I don't take any of it very seriously. Um, the the best part really was the f- two two brief things. It had a villain that, while flawed, I think in some ways was much much better developed than most of the other antagonists were. To be honest, I haven't seen a whole chunk of the Marvel movies. Well, I was um, going to ask you if you really knew even know what was going on when you <laughs> because you haven't seen no. a lot of them. I think I've seen enough to figure out. I, I thought it was really clever. Uh, the ones that I had seen, there were little pieces that pointed to other things in, in upcoming movies. Like I'd seen, um, oops, the Star-Lord movie. I can't remember the Guardians name of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I saw the first one. So in that in that one, for some reason, the little rat, <laughs> the, the bunny, no, the little raccoon guy... Um, <laughs> He, he, for some reason, he gets an eye from some other guy, and but then in but then in this Infinity War movie, they found a way to give that to Thor. Now I don't know if they planned that from. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was all stru- well, eight years ago. Out. No, I I think that one probably was. But you know, w- when you're writing things, sometimes things like that happen. Where it's like, oh yeah, he got an eye. Let's put it in here. Mm-hmm. So you never know for sure because the creative process is a little weird, but. 
Yeah, I, I think they are somewhat structured and planned out. They're they're almost really like a really large TV series, the way that they're plotted. I, I think it would have been good if I saw uh, the Civil War one before this one because I they they were making references and I I, I caught up I think you know and, they, and the the Civil War one is actually one of the better movies too even just by itself I I tend to I tend to gravitate kind of to the funnier ones I guess like um my daughter and I, or... my my daughter and I went to that one yeah and, oh, yeah man. I like that one quite a bit. Yeah. I was just a, I, I laughed out loud, and and of course the Mark Mothersbaugh soundtrack was like a character in itself, which usually which usually a soundtrack guy composer you don't necessarily want it to. I don't know, maybe it depends on the movie, but you don't necessarily want it to stand out quite as much. But it kind of was its own character in the movie, and I I just uh, I I of course I love Mark Mothersbaugh, uh, his stuff. I don't know him personally, and I've I've never uh, I've never dated him. But I did, I did, I did get to meet him once. And you might remind our listeners who he is or what he is also well known for. Well, he he was in Devo, but you know yeah. he. Uh, and but also he's done lots of soundtracks. Yeah, um, you know, he he is definitely established a, a big career as a, a film music composer. So. And sort of on the eclectic side generally, but he can do pretty uh, straightforward soundtracks also. No, he's 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 pretty versatile. He well, he he also ha- I saw a documentary about him, and he had a he has this like basement <laughs> with all these old vintage vintage synth- synthesizers, and uh, man, that was fun. I don't know if you if you if you're into that, it was on YouTube, I guess. But if you're into synthesizers from like the seventy, the the very first synthesizers, you should check that out. But he brings up these weird old things, and some of them he made like he. I got to see one of them. He was at the Art Institute, uh, MIA, Minnesota Institute of Arts. And uh, he uh, had some of his uh, old equipment there as well, most of his uh, art. One of the things was a calculator that he turned into a synthesizer somehow. I wish I could have heard it, but whatever. I don't know. He he he, he, he was really uh, instrumental <laughs> in... Uh, in the development of early synthesizers, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's up there with any of those guys, really, like uh, Brian great. Eno or Gary Newman or whatever. Thomas Dolby. Mm, science. She blinded me. So wow, there we're uh, we're all over the place again. One could say off the rails, even. What yeah. are you dr- What are you drinking? Well, let's see. So tonight, I, I'm I'm all, I, it, funny. I'm doing lime based drinks as well <laughs> it's summer tonight i'm drinking a corn and oil uh see now okay i i have uh i've forgotten what that is i, I was at a, a party a year or two ago w- with my musician friends and and they the, know how to drink and they do know how to drink but um <laughs> some of them are very big cocktail enthusiasts and well one oh. of the things they were serving was this corn and oil drink um, Which doesn't sound very good. It, does, on it sounds. I, I, I remember thinking, <laughs> "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and it's it's an old fashioned kind of. It's it's, a, it's similar to a daiquiri, a conventional daiquiri in a way. Okay. So it's made up of uh, this liqueur that's Barbados. I think is where it comes from. It's called uh, Velvet Falernum, spelled <laughs> F A L E R 
N-U-M. Which is also the character from Star Trek. No, no, the Marvel Universe. So Star Wars. What, what, yeah, so, no. what, <laughs> what, uh, so what is, it, oh, what is it, that? It, it, that? That is a, it, it's a, I think it's a rum-based liqueur that has uh, like, it's got some ginger and almond flavors to it. It's very right. sweet. So it so it's got it's rum plus. Yeah, it, it's a very sweet liqueur. You, I don't. It's way too sweet to drink on its own. Oh, you mix that with a, a proportion of dark rum. Yeah, like um, uh, blackstrap or. something? I am using or... blackstrap for this. There's sure. debate about whether you should do blackstrap. I think because it's so um, it's uh, so heavy, but that's where the oil part of the name comes from because it right. it, it looks like oil. Yeah, this this really thick molasses style rum and then oh, that, you you, yeah. you combine it with lime juice yeah and it it's good i mean it is on the sweet side so i t- i put a little bit more lime juice in than usually is called for which i like but it balances out nicely and well you're so you're right that is like an old an old kind of daiquiri which it's I very have sometimes very similar too. kind of drink yeah i yeah. mean i that was my before i was on the gimlet kick i was into that um it was the well, in in Florida, maybe they would refer to it as the Hemingway daiquiri, but it basically, like I've said in a different episode, it was, you know, a nice rum, little uh, simple syrup, and uh, some lime juice. Yeah, I, variations on a theme. Yeah, I, I do like it quite a bit, though. Nice summertime drink, definitely. Although that 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 liqueur though is hard to find, so that's the one problem with well, it. Well, you know, you probably could make your own. I think there are recipes to make your own, and of course, people. Oh, it's much better if you make yours from scratch. Oh, uh, it, it might. Oh, be. what a pain! But yeah, I mean, I the most I will do is make my own simple syrup, just because I'm cheap. It's so easy to make your own. I think it's like what is it like a a cup a cup of water and a cup of sugar? Yeah, it's just a one to one. You boil it down, and you can add things to it. Like um, a one one time in for when I was, so that was. I don't know how many summers ago I was into mint juleps, <laughs> but I made I made a mint uh, a mint simple syrup, and uh, I added mint to the uh, the boiling water towards the end, and then of course took it out. But I mean I know that's probably a bastardization too because you want to muddle it, and so I don't have a muddle yet. I gotta get a muddle. But uh, you're just a muddler. Barman versus the muddler in our next episode. And so I had a mint mint simple syrup. And uh, some people do, you know, like rosemary simple syrup for a different, you know, you can just put whatever you want in there. Go out there and experiment, folks. That is the fun part about cocktail making is, is all the interesting variations people come up with. Yeah. Now, we at one point we talked about we were in, into Manhattans for a while. Oh, so, I still am. <laughs> well, no, I, yeah. I, I, I make those at home a lot. I I always go back to those as well, but... So, you know, we thought, wow, I'm going to try this little bit better vermouth. And that, that yeah. was, that made a big difference. And then, you know, maybe, maybe then you start thinking about, oh, maybe I need to try a little bit better bitters. And then you're like, I can make bitters. And then, you know, it, it just depends on how far you want to take it. But. And that's usually far further than I want to go. I don't, I haven't looked into making bitters yet. One thing I want to learn how to make is limoncello. Oh yeah. There, I know you can make limoncello. Many years ago, I went through a limoncello kick. You had, oh, I'd, I'd have the, that was the first su- a whole summer. I would or have orange that. cello. Oh no, marcello, Mar- marcello. 
Marcello, <laughs> Limoncello Mastriani. <laughs> Drinks like that, you just throw them in the freezer. And I think I put uh, club soda with that or something sometimes. But Yeah, that, that's a good combo. I, I, I did experiment with different kinds of uh, sweet vermouths, and I, I found some that were really good and interesting, but so if you get too weird, they, they, uh, they almost just get distracting from the quality of the, the brown spirit. For me, it, it was almost too much. No, that doesn't seem to make sense in the whole balance. In the, in the no, no. I, so I, I like to be able to taste the, the whiskey part. Well, that should be the main focus of a Manhattan, shouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. And, and like it's anything, you can make them with lots of different whiskeys and things. But um, in fact, I think technically you could make one with brandy, which seems way too sweet. What is a brandy Alexander? Oh, I don't know. I forget. Oh, maybe that's like a old fashioned or something. Some some of these drinks, yeah, get too, yeah, too, they, they get too sweet <laughs> for me. No, I've settled in on uh, generally getting rye whiskey as yeah. my my preferred manhattan base just nice and spicy well it's good it's good not as sweet it i think yeah. it complements the sweet vermouth better no, than bourbon definitely. does no but like we said the other time we were kind of getting into rye manhattans before there was even uh we could even find rye at, at a yeah, general place for a long time rye used to be out of favor Hardly it was any, just that one old voldemort was, well the old voldemort um <laughs> that well jim beam always had a rye Okay, I'll take they, your word for they, it. I'm quite certain you could always get the, the basic, as my brother used always used to call it, Jimbo. <laughs> basic rye, and you know it. It's really not bad rye. No, I, Jim Beam does some some good stuff. Yeah, it, it's, especially it's if good, you're making a Manhattan priced. or something. If you if you're just drinking it straight, I don't know. Oh, but you yeah. know what's really good is that Fireball whiskey, John. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> or birthday cake flavored vodka. <laughs> what? You go to the, the Phil, go to that liquor store over by campus, and you've never seen so many flavored vodkas in your life. I guess that's the college thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. These these kids, they got to branch out a bit. Well, that's branching out, but in a different I, way. To, to, to quote, it's a wonderful life. I make drinks for guys who want to get drunk fast, and I don't <laughs> want people like you to give the place atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i might have mangled the quote a little bit wow. but that was i think you should have worked in uh it's a great quote birthday cake uh, vodka in there somehow <laughs> a long time ago even longer i had always had like some absolute in the freezer that was kind of a jade boss thing and uh when he when he lit when i used my roommate and so i got started doing it too and then you'd put you know that and some lemonade or something that was good there's nothing wrong with it basic vodka lemonade that's refreshing yeah it's good um, we, i don't we drink have, vodka we, very often though anymore. we we didn't have air conditioning so you had to make up for it somehow no i i don't drink vodka usually it's not i i start to uh i start to uh talk to demons and stuff it's not necessarily a good thing <laughs> <Ba -doop. laughs> no not not the not, not the weeping demon yeah. time for a time to lean flashback <laughs> I live on piss and steaming. Uh, you might think you're dreaming, but you're not. No, you're not. 
I'm the weeping demon, my loins are hot and steaming. You might think you're leaving, but you're not. Oh, riding out on the prairie with my friend Dirty Fairy. I'm the weeping demon, I live on fists and semen all day long.